0: Yeah. it's so good yeah. God, this show's is good. gonna be great <laughs> let's go i think it's gonna
1: be a great scene
2: and a good vibe, a good vibe. Mm-hmm. i can't wait what is up everybody welcome to a hunk day edition of the dmvr uh, podcast let's go, let's go. Let's go. do you think it's gonna be a great show Eric's guess, guess what guys. We really do have a great one. Why you might ask? Well, maybe it's because we went to practice today and we saw something out of Nikola Jokic we hadn't seen oh, in God. months. His scalp? Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, good when, uh, I you know what? It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a great show. Oh. We are feeling it. Uh, we got al- a haircut, everybody. Don't- <laughs> <laughs> There's also a new CBA rule announced that uh, affects the Denver Nuggets immediately. There's Whoa. a new Christian Brown you guys agenda don't even, rule? I'm, I'm telling you a yeah, Christian Brown agenda. You guys will be excited to hear about that one. And then, I don't know if you guys watched the play-in last night. Sure did. Unimpressed! Dude. <laughs> and we're going to start hyping ourselves up here. Can we here. just start with that? And we are definitely... Well, we'll get to it in segment two. But let me uh, introduce a panel I got over here. You guys, he was half Top Gun over the last week. <laughs> he's, he's like a butterfly emerging from the cocoon. He is in his summer phase. Top Gun. Oh. Brendan vote!
0: Oh, flower shirt season is so back. I'm a, so happy.
2: And also the little boy's haircut, man. The little just boy's like, haircut. So. Thank you.
0: Thank you for framing it that way, particularly. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm ready, man. Top Gun mode engaged. Uh, absolutely.
1: And then over here, I got D-line. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I'm looking forward to when Brendan recreates the other scene from Top Gun, just comes in wearing jeans with no shirt. Ooh, the volleyball. The scene. volleyball. <laughs> Two months away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Gotta do some push-ups. Some real aggressive, <laughs> pats on the like ass, dance buddies, no to your fellows. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, eh, we, we, but we just played pickleball. <laughs> what
3: about? Uh, what was the the. Name of the football game they two way football oh oh yeah no it was um, it, it was, was like, like attack it was football. like jarhead football <laughs> no but it was like
2: attack attack football <laughs> oh my god oh that's right I remember With this now ball, yeah. yeah you're right <laughs> wow my god uh, over there hat backwards though summer vibes Harrison yeah. So we had Calvin Booth
3: on the show yesterday. Saw him at practice today. That's right. First thing he said was, um, or I guess the first thing he acknowledged was Votes' flower shirt. (laughs) He's
0: like, that wasn't a bit. He
3: he wasn't like, oh, good to to see you guys again. Enjoyed coming on the show. He was like, oh, nice shirt. Uh, Third day in a row. (laughs) If you guys
2: missed it, man, yesterday's interview with Calvin Booth, I thought a banger. You really get, like a lot of people don't know Calvin Booth. You know, like he's kind of a quiet guy. He hasn't done a lot of interviews or this or that. And. You know a lot of backstory and a lot of philosophy, and I'm telling you, we've gotten to know him a lot over the last like year, two years, or whatever. I feel like he shared a lot that is like core about how he thinks and processes the game, and really what it is that motivates him, or or how he approaches adding players to the roster, roster construction, all that stuff. So if you missed it, don't yeah. miss it, guys. Go out and see it. But today's show is going to be about other stuff. Namely, we're going to start with the Denver Nuggets practicing. Um, they had a team dinner last night. First of all, it really is like training camp in a lot of ways in that you take a break, you have a couple days off, then you have a dinner, people speak, yeah. and then you come into practice anew. Yeah. Um, walk us through it, Harrison.
3: Well, they had a team dinner last night. Sounded like a steak dinner Ooh. for everybody but DeAndre Jordan, who's a vegan. Mm. And Michael Malone, right? Oh, yeah, and Michael Malone. I yeah. wonder if they had you, a, f- a fish option. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up a second.
2: So he Jamal Murray was the one that announced that there was a vegetarian option for DeAndre Jordan. Do you think he knows Michael Malone is also a vegetarian? Uh I don't know. I don't think he does. That Otherwise, was, he would have said for Mo and Dion and DJ. That would be. But insane. I'm sh- I'm sure he just but
1: didn't. see. I bet he just didn't see. Have you ever players the, coaches? There's no human being you've ever spent. A, a year of your life with that is a vegetarian that has not announced it to you. I know point? vegetarians <laughs> like to make it known they're vegetarian <laughs> hey
2: michael malone has been here 8 years i did, just found out about this well, a couple you don't, weeks ago you so not travel we with have a man. very
3: different relationship with him than i'm
2: sure jamal murray does <laughs> although <laughs> you i you will say this, how, man? how many meals do you think that they have had together though a
1: lot countless
2: Countless. I bet you could count them. Did they like yeah. before they they eat it's the, got, the it's room It's gotta be for countless. Him. Yeah,
3: a
0: lot.
2: He's a pescatarian, by the way. I mean, right. they
3: they spent three months in a bubble together.
2: That's true. You're right. That's actually a good insight. He definitely. <laughs> He's, hot to dog stand. He's yeah. Like, yeah. got
1: <laughs> to know. He's like, why don't you? Why don't you ever have the Mickey burger? Yeah, people <laughs> don't, don't know. This. Two years. Malone <laughs> survived
0: entirely off the
3: fish that they caught in the
1: lake.
2: Oh, that <laughs> oh, would be incredible. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Sorry,
3: but yeah, it was a team dinner. Apparently they watched the games too last night. Like all together, they watched the playing games. Oh, no well, no, no, the no. They
2: watched the first one, and then they watched the other one. I thought today. I thought he said later on they came together and watched the watched last night's today. game. Isn't Why would they said? watch it today? I, I, he just said, "Well, we were we're all together hmm. for the first game, but oh, then okay. we came well. together after the after the other one to watch the, the second one." Either well, way, well know, they watched
3: at least one game of, yeah. from last night together. Aaron Gordon called it a
2: great scene and cool vibe. I love it.
3: <laughs> that was his assessment of the team dinner.
2: Uh, Great scene, cool vibe, baby. I want to be
3: there. Yeah.
2: By um, the way, he said it I put the tweet up, but he kind of said it exactly the way you would expect. He's like, I'd say it was a yeah, great dude. scene and a cool vibe. Uh, how do you think Aaron <laughs> Gordon would describe this show? He'd chill. be like,
1: No, he'd be like, Just chill, yeah, chill this, show. This, Cool vibe. Good vibes. <laughs> yeah, good vibes there, man. Yeah. Be like, this is kind of a try-hard show with a, sort of a broke vibe.
2: Oh, dude, Aaron Gordon telling me I'm not chill would really break me. That would be really Don't tough. ask yeah. him then. I'm, I'm telling I'm, you, yeah, don't yeah, then don't ask, Do you. Don't ask him. Do you want us know. to tell you? Come yeah. yeah, on, man, I'm chill. Do not right? ask that I'm question chill. of Aaron Come Gordon. Come on, AG? <laughs> a- a-
1: a- By me? Aaron Gordon
2: standards?
3: <laughs> <laughs> not chill. <laughs> yeah, um, But the vibe at practice today felt like a training camp practice Felt like a first day of the season practice. Everybody was in a good mood. You know, I'll get into the health of the roster in a second, but we walked in, the media walked in, they were doing shooting drills. There was a high level of energy. Everybody was excited. Uh, Just great vibes today, I thought. Like, that was my first impression walking in there. And it also seems like it was a hard practice. Like, the Nuggets did a bunch of five on five today. Michael Malone said, Look, like, we can't be worried about injuries anymore. We got to play. We can't just take a week off and then. All of a sudden, play against a team that had just played two games in the play in. So they're ramping it up right now. So that, that was cool to hear.
2: 100%. And I, the energy, I mean, this is what I was going to get to with Yoke today is that what had we not seen from Jokic over the last month, month and a half, two months? A smile. In a great spirits today, man, like the whole, yeah. it really did feel like a, <laughs> it felt like the team has come up for air. Like they were just holding their breath the last month of like, gosh, dang it, we still have eight more games. And it felt like today it was like, okay, finally, that we're sh- here. That
0: shooting contest they did at the end, it's perfect. It's like a perfect way
2: to boost morale at the end. They get so into it. And even, they were even into it. G- yeah. They're yeah. not always into it. Sometimes no. like, honestly, mitts, they always do shooting tournament or things. And sometimes you'll go in and it's like. You'll see half of guys over there chewing on their shirt or just kind of doing Oh, during the, the season for sure. for yeah. sure. They were into it today. But it's like
3: if you're still thinking about the last month, if you're still thinking about the last couple of weeks and are hung up on it, I'll let you know that the team is not <laughs> at all. Like they all. are 100% past that. They're, yeah. they're not even thinking about what's happened the last couple of weeks. That's way gone. They've, um, hell yes. I don't want to use one metaphor, but they've turned the page. I'll say that.
2: <laughs> they've turned the page. We'll get to the other <laughs> yeah. metaphor later.
3: Yeah. Um, but like I said, they did a bunch of five on five today. Michael Mullen said tomorrow they're going to start planning for one of the t- teams that they'll play. So after tonight's game, vibe alert, vibe <laughs> alert. The vibes Siren. are too hot. Um, Sirens on Sirens craybies, boys. <laughs> um, so after tonight's play-in, there will be two potential teams that the Nuggets will play, and at tomorrow's practice, they'll start game planning for both those teams. It sounds like,
2: yeah. Which, depending on which teams it is, could be hard to do. Like some of these teams are kind yeah. of a little different, you know, and yeah. their. Approach. You mean one of them has two
1: seven-footers? That yeah, they-
2: <laughs> yeah. There's there's some differences for sure. Yeah. And um, it- by the way, though, the thing about playing five on five, like here's and Malone saying we're not worried about injuries anymore. I mean, they've all. They play coy, but they basically were trying their... Goal number one, two, and three was to avoid injuries over the last month. But it is interesting to me that he is not trying to avoid injuries this week. Yeah. Meaning, I mean, you have to take a chance, right? You understand that there's a risk there. But they're not doing, like, non-contact five-on-five. It's like, no, we're playing it because we have to be ready, and we're trying to go at game speed.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Aaron Gordon was talking about flipping the switch. This might have been the quote of the day. (laughs) He said, quote, I don't think you can turn it off to on, but... I think that when it is on, you can turn it up. <laughs> what
1: do you, do you think, think about D-Line? that
3: one, Dylan? line? Uh,
1: uh a switch, marinade for a switch second. Switch doesn't turn up. This is uh, the dial from spinal tap. <laughs> yeah, off or on, that's the switch. Yeah. But I guess that he's saying that there's a dimmer and they dimmed it down so they're slowly turning it up. Listen, I think it's true we saw them like given really earnest effort uh, against <laughs> who was it when they played in the first half? Was that the Jazz? No, it was the uh just last week where they like actually tried for a half and they were like terrible and then they were good. The Jazz game. The Jazz Yeah, like I think that that's kind of what it is. Like they couldn't just turn it on, but they could like get it up and then start to turn it up and turn it up. I'm with it. I think it's a chill vibe. Here's here's what I would say about it. It's well, a funny example of when
2: it makes logical sense what he's saying, it just doesn't fit the metaphor. It's a horrible metaphor. Yeah, like the metaphor <laughs> a at a certain they yeah. it's a mixed metaphor that doesn't quite work. And you're like, hold on, no switches. It's an
1: amazing quote. No switches. are <laughs> you can are always it.
2: on. You can turn it more up. Well, it
1: <laughs> If it's a die, if it's a dimmer, you know, you uh, dim it down. Yeah, dim it down. yeah, like
3: <laughs> zero, one, two,
1: three, four, five.
3: Like
2: you just got to be on one. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to get to eleven,
2: man. <laughs> Ag was awesome today, man. Mr. Nugget. Yeah. Mr. Nugget was, Mr. I mean, I'm just saying he was like a chill vibe today. Aaron Gordon
3: said he's going to continue to be the glue of the team. That's Hell his yeah. mindset yeah, heading dude. into the playoffs. Um, let's talk about the health of the roster. This was definitely one of the takeaways today. Um, Nicole Jokic, Mike Malone said physically, mentally, emotionally, he's in a really good place. That was good to hear. And uh, Aaron Gordon said he's feeling really healthy as well, like way healthier than he's felt. At any point, like during the last couple of months, he said every time I took a breath this he's talking about how he was feeling around the All-Star break, he said every time I took a breath, my rib was popping out of place. Oh. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Uh, but he's healthy now, he says. Great. And then I mean, um, honestly,
2: this is one of the themes of today's practice for me. The team took them last month off. I mean, they just did. But I think they all feel like it was worth it. I just feel like that was kind of the vibe of like, hey, man, we're healthy, we're ready, we're rested, we're good. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't defensive, you know, but this was the first time they even Malone kind of referenced like, yeah, look, I mean, it is what it is. But but I just feel like everybody's kind of like good with it.
3: Yeah, everybody's healthy. It seems like except for Jamal Murray, who's still a little banged up. Um, You know, the right thumb has been bothering him. He says it was a little sore after practice today. He's going to have it taped during games. He feels it when he catches the ball, when he shoots the ball. And then Michael Malone said, I don't think it's going to get any better or I don't think it's going to be great at any, at any point. So this is going to be something that, you know, just has to get managed. I do have to say, though, it doesn't seem like it's affected Jamal Murray a lot recently. Like, he's shooting the ball well. No rap today as well, Harrison, that rap he's had featured. Yeah, I think you'll see it in games, though. Yeah. Um, But again, I just think that's going to be something that's present during the playoffs yeah
2: i think so too yeah what else you
3: got and then the final note i've got here There was a lot of talk about the pressure that the nuggets are facing number one seed oh first of all
2: when you mentioned that there was three times the amount of people there today which is always a thing i almost forgot walking into ball arena i wasn't thinking about oh that's right everyone's here today Mm -hmm. and so you get a lot of some of these like Start over. Oh, do you think Nikola wants uh, the MVP? He, so he's going to talk tomorrow and guaranteed to come up.
3: Guaranteed uh, to come man, up. Oh, man. We should put a pool together on who's going to ask it. We should just ask it first.
2: <laughs> no way. No first chance.
3: question. Uh, Nikola. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus. A lot of conversation this year about the MVP. Are you? It seems louder think, than ever. You know <laughs> the, the the noise. Yeah. Jokic, are you do a you, racist? Is it? Does it mean something to you to get that MVP to be would a three Would this one time? mean more? Yeah, would it mean more? <laughs> I'm not saying who's impression. Would I was you doing be there. comfortable being on the <laughs> same level on. as <laughs> Larry saying, Bird? Spot on impression. All right, go for it. <laughs> uh,
3: pressure. Michael Malone, he was very adamant. He kind of uh, clapped back at a question about the pressure that he <laughs> might be facing, that the Nuggets might be facing. And he said, look, nobody in the media is going to put any pressure on us or me. It's just all about us. It's all about the pressure that we put on ourselves and just the expectations that we have. And that was another theme of today. Like I even asked Aaron Gordon, "Like, D- is there a team that you want to play in the first round? And I wasn't expecting him to give me a team, maybe if he wanted to, but... He just kind of said, nah, it's just about us. Like The Nuggets' biggest opponent, their toughest opponent, especially in the first round, is going to be themselves. Strong agree. Right. And that's just kind of the vibe I get. They know that's the case. And, uh, yeah, that's about it.
2: All righty. I mean, overall, though, I did feel like this was just a good first day of practice. I d- it just really did feel like a first day of school vibe to it, which is kind of funny to think since it's really like almost at the it, end of school. But- it was like the first... First week of practice of the season. It, it really was. Yeah. Yeah. It felt more like training camp and different things like
1: that than anything. I gotta say, man, like I feel a real shift in yes. energy. Like Me they too. really feel like <laughs> getting through the season really felt like the something. the energy is about to shift.
3: It really Did is. You man. turn the switch up? I turned it off, on again. I <laughs> well,
1: you can't do, you oh. can't do that. You can't do that. You can't turn it. It's got to be on it. Whatever. I, uh, but and then you just turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to turn it up. But I mean, like truly, like I am at this point. Like, it feels like the season's over. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Versus it just being a continuation going into the playoffs. It feels like a very different thing. Like, I, I myself feel unburdened. Yeah. You know? Oh. Yeah. I mean, by, my, by my favorite team. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> and just a, a new focus and everything else. And look, man, here's the thing this is how an, the ebbs and flows of a regular season. Usually, there's a lot of new guys, so you're working through new personalities and everything else, and there's just like some at least some newness but some staleness. The Nuggets have had a lot of continuity, especially with their coach and star players and this or that. There's not even though there's new pieces like KCP, I mean, he's a seamless fit. That took a week, and like, okay, now we're over that hurdle. There just hasn't been that many things. So, I think that this year has been among the most monotonous for the Denver Nuggets. I mean, Yoke's done this eight years, we've talked about it before, but he's done this eight times now. He's gone through a regular season with the same coach and the same building, with the same ebbs and flows of it. And I do think there's a sense of boredom oh, yeah. that has been maybe oh, yeah. the biggest um, f- factor. And we keep talking about freshness and this or that. I honestly just think it's boredom, but guess what? It's not boring anymore. And that's what I sensed in the building today. It was, was like, finally, we're to the fun part. Oh, yeah. And the team is just kind of ready for been, it. They've
1: been playing exhibition games. They really, really have. We said that. We said you know, Nikola Jokic... The world's worst exhibition game player. Yeah. If you if, if you're curious <laughs> really about that, be. go ahead and watch that All Star game. It's the so wor- true. Like man. he played the re- he played the last half of the season like he played in the All Star.
2: You know what I wish though, because when Yoke feels this way, he kind of mopes. When Larry Bird felt, felt this way, he shot left hand. He, he just effed around. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I want Yoke to get. I would much rather Yoke spent the last month throwing. Just dicking around. The, <laughs> the crazy. Eight turnovers a game because he can't stop. Oh, he was throwing getting eight turnovers off. a he game, anyway. He was kind anyway. of doing that. Uh, but His, I, but yeah. But they weren't. Fun. They were I just know. like Ray. I wish instead he was doing like I am I'm four you. Sambor shuffles a game just the to be like. What if career. I only
1: shot
0: Sambor yeah. shuffles? His career is going to be hilarious. <laughs> or like he
1: treats it like. If, uh, they, if
3: they win a championship this year, his next regular season will be legendary. <laughs>
1: or he just treats it like those dunk guys that like only do dunk. Who who won the dunk contest? I can't even remember. Mac already.
3: McClung. Mac, Mac McClung. McClung. Like
1: Mac McClung. Like me. practices ridiculous uh, dunks in in the gym. Like I want Jokic to do that with his passes. Like, yeah, like exactly. he's like, oh, what if I went in between the legs behind the, like,
2: right. Um, I see Tony right in the chat. saying the Nuggets are getting zero respect from the national media. I'm what? telling you, it's not just them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Tony, where'd you get that from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? They- <laughs> Shocked. to Find this out. Source. <laughs> but also, man, I'm telling you, I think there really is a lack of respect from other players and teams as well. And I, that's the part to me that I think the team is sort of ready for. Oh, it's yeah. like, you know what? I've long said Jokic teams and Nuggets teams as well they need to be the underdog. And I feel like the Nuggets are in that
1: sweet spot of being the one seed underdogs. It's it's so actually bizarre. kind of perfect. It's so bizarre what they did with this number. I mean, they have no idea how to be a front runner. No clue. <laughs> They're like, so they, uncomfortable with they it. They got they were so far ahead they were like, "Uh, uh what do we do?" They like Wait, this yeah. is what we're
2: supposed to be but doing? Teams going what? from nothing to uh to front runner is hard. I mean, the Phoenix Suns went from nothing to front
1: runner and then got sw- yeah. one two games final. finals, they and got, got swept after that. Yeah, because they didn't like go through it appropriately. The Nuggets have no idea how to be front runners. But fortunately for
2: them, unfortunately for us, for the last month. But fortunately for them, they found out a way not to be. Just look terrible, and no one will t- treat you like you are <laughs> in the front. They cracked the code. They cracked the code, baby. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, let's get to the good part here, which is last night's games. Woo. Laughable. (laughs) Let's laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Guys,
3: Fubo TV. if you want to watch the Nuggets, if you want to watch the Avs, they got 140-plus live channels as well. Sports, shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. FuboTV.com slash DNVR. You have to go to that link, or you can hit that QR code right there on the screen. FuboTV.com slash DNVR. 140 channels, sports, shows, movies, and news. You can sign up right now. Start watching immediately. You can start watching right after the show. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You also get a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. So you get that as well. Watch your local teams while traveling. You can watch the Nuggets, the Abs on Altitude Sports with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com/dnvr. Fubotv.com slash dnvr. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. So you can get even more with that.
1: Oh. The, the greatest thing, the greatest thing that they don't even mention that I have found is with the, that cloud storage, that it will automatically record things for you that it can tell that you like. So ah, I nice will go in. Yeah, man. So I like go and I'm like, oh, dope. The Nuggets game was recorded. Like, I'm going to watch. <laughs> nice. I'm going to rewatch it. That's yeah. awesome. Nice.
2: You know, that's cool. Great.
3: Also Shady Rays take on the sun with gear that's built to last with Shady Rays. Shady Rays has you covered for the warm weather ahead. How about warm weather? How about How about the Ooh, weather in Denver, what Colorado today, boys? What it's a warm. treat. Doctor. <laughs> Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company. They offer a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that you've probably worn out there. They're also durable. They're not going to break out you or they're not going to break on you. They've got uh, sunglasses for every type of occasion. The sun, the slopes, whatever you need. Um, If you don't love your Shady Rays, you can actually exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. So no risk when you're shopping. This is a exclusive DNVR deal. Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people.
2: Shadyrays.com. Use the code DNVR.
1: Let's go. All
2: right, back here, segment two. So last night was our first play in games. We saw an East Conference one. In a Western Conference one, I don't have a ton of notes on the Eastern Conference game. Other yeah, than I thought Miami we, would. be. We don't need to talk. About I that. thought Miami <laughs> would be bad. Miami, you talk about being bad, man. That Eastern. Con- Everybody keeps talking about the I, I, e- the uh, West. Who, oh, so get weird. Harrison. Get Harrison. The West so is camp. so weak, man. The East- these first rounds are going to be a joke, man. Three of the four first
1: round series should be an dude, absolute Miami. laugher. Miami's Miami. terrible, dude. They, I put it. They're like the all retirement team. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all these guys are like. It's like. Kevin Love Kyle and Kyle Arria, Lowry. Uh, and it's like very all Florida these. of them. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what I I was. Wait, that was my joke. I, I was explaining <laughs> my joke and that was it.
0: <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know. Son of a bitch. you should yeah. have made it as good as I did. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I said it's the perfect team for
2: that city. <laughs> it was taking a long time. Son to get of to a the bitch. He beat you too. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sometimes you need a co
1: pilot. Sucks.
2: But we got into the other game. And to set the table real quick, Jaden McDaniels' broken hand. Rudy Gobert suspended by the team. By the way, and one of the weirdest tweets Woj has ever put out. Very one sentence. The best one. That the was best like one. 280 <laughs> called, he was called a bitch by his teammate repeatedly. Yeah, that's
1: such a funny one.
2: Repeatedly. Not once, not
0: twice.
1: Um, the greatest part is that that, that that is now part of the official record of oh that yeah. incident. Like the, back in the day, it was like oh, MJ and Pippen really got into a tussle on the yeah. sideline. It wasn't like. <laughs> Michael to- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> That's times
3: <so> 3
2: <laughs> but to give you guys a sense of this game Minnesota was up very nice you know they were they were dominating 15. this game 15 point lead in the third quarter right yes. they had broken it open and then a few things happened i don't know how you all feel about this but a, a number of things happened one of them was carl anthony town's getting into foul trouble now i'm not trying to be the conspiracy theorist here oh, i actually well. i actually think his fouls were all bad fouls like he had some really dumb decisions but as a team the lakers got a lot of fouls in that second half in fact i think they outshot them 13 to 3 from the foul line in the second half you know what the three foul shots were though. what were they the three point oh shot at the very end it was 13 0 to the yeah. final 0.1 second my god that's hilarious um but also the timberwolves like shot a bunch of jumpers man they played so bad but towns in this game was a plus 18 carl anthony towns played 41 plus minutes And was a plus eighteen, and they still lost because he got into foul trouble and had to exit the game. Nonetheless, my big takeaway from watching this game—that was a—you kept thinking the intensity is going to elevate. It did not. All that that happened was the execution plummeted from both teams. Yeah, the
1: comedy elevated. (laughs) The comedy elevated.
2: (laughs) To me, that game was so like you watch this and you go, these teams shouldn't be concerning in any way the whole timeline was
0: laughing everyone logged on to have the same reaction that that was some of the worst and it ended up being a good game as in entertaining in terms of the result was up in the air as in close with the score (laughs) thank you thank you Harrison that's (laughs) what I'm trying to say the crutch time execution was some of the worst I've ever seen and it it, there was a a level of now it's the one game plan which is different than a series but there was a level of desperation and not in a good way behind everything either team was doing offensively. And it wasn't like either defense was great. It was just so sloppy.
2: Right, right. Um, So that was my big takeaway is just that these teams, man, they – I mean, let's start with the Lakers. LeBron James – I know Denver probably won't see him, but LeBron James clearly is not 100%. Like that – and and also he's old like LeBron I think he
1: is a hundred percent. No, there's of no
2: way. What he has, I don't. No, I, think I think his so. foot
0: is hurting him. Actually, I do think it's. He's uh, had games this year.
2: He's had games. I mean, here's my thing I've been saying about LeBron since the bubble, and it might even include the bubble year. LeBron can be the best player on the court in any given game, and he might be able to be the best player in any given series might i'm not so sure about i'm not very confident about that there's no way he can be in an entire playoffs an entire season or even in like two series in a row if i give him one series i'm not even sure about but two or three there's no way and last night that was a cl- i've watched lebron his whole career that was a classic game that lebron of 2018 not even five, just five years ago wins that one by himself no question in the second half dominates it instead he had so many bad turnovers the turnovers bad. were bizarre
0: not not being able to get to his spot or his shot because of his age or his foot or whatever, but it was the...
2: He, Decision-making. He's one of the smartest players that's ever played the game. Some of those passes were horrendous. And even Anthony Davis, who is in his prime and has been pretty good over the last little bit, even he was like... Not that impactful. I mean, I, look, he was a he was a plus nine in his minutes in forty three minutes. He was definitely impactful route to the game, but it wasn't this thing where I'm watching him going like, my God, that guy just does everything. There's no way you uh, Towns was scoring on him. Like they were getting, they were still getting stuff that they wanted in that game. And then offensively, the Lakers were horrible offensively. So I just look at that and I look at the Lakers and I go, you know what? I'm picking Memphis. I don't even like Memphis. That's the most annoying series. But I look at that and I go. The Lakers just are – there's no way the Nuggets are meeting the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. That's. Um, I know it's crazy to count anybody Dude, out. No, it's
3: not. I mean, my big takeaway was both those teams are incredibly mediocre, and yeah. that's what they've been for most of this season, so that shouldn't be a surprise. And if the Nuggets were to play either of those teams, they should probably sweep them. Like, that's not <laughs> Man, what would sweep, happen. Yeah, sweep stuff. the Nuggets are such a better team than yeah. those teams. They should – Sweep them.
2: The other thing Th- is they know who they are, Harrison. And this is a big piece of it. Is I Watching those teams, you know who LeBron is. You know Anthony Davis. But there's just a lot of, what is Rui doing right now? What's he supposed to be doing? He just kind of stands there. And oh, then he's, man. They don't know who they are right. in they're, any way. And, and
3: that is an advantage the Nuggets have. And the reason they're being severely underrated by everybody heading into the playoffs is that the Nuggets, they're actually a team. Like right. they actually have this thing called chemistry and culture. Yeah. Yep. And just an understanding of how to play with one another that a lot of teams in the West don't have. That those two teams last night definitely don't have. And I think that's a reason why the Nuggets are gonna take a lot of people by surprise and just lean on those things to do it. But um nah, that that <laughs> those two teams last night Dude. Are, Dude. are
1: are nothing. I, yeah. Uh, what I took away from it was that the theory we had about the Lakers just rising in the second half of the season when half the teams didn't care anymore and all they did was sign a bunch of tryhards that just were playing harder than everybody. And then you see what it looks like when tryhards get into a clutch situation and they're not clutch players. Austin Reeves, not a clutch player. Uh, somehow, um, Dennis Schroeder hit like the coldest shot of the year. I was honest to God floored that he hit that. Floored. I was so surprised. There's the so game many, winner. Dude, There's like so many players. You're like, you know, it, we've had conversations with with people that that are count out various teams because of their youth and inexperience, and they don't think that they have playoff players on their team. That's what that looks like, man. Those are not playoff players. Like mm. the the Lakers don't. I I was like. When I thought they were going to lose by 15, I was like, just watch, LeBron's going to hurt his foot. He's going to be like, uh, there's no point in seeing this through. We clearly don't have a good enough squad to see. like even if we get out of this and I hope he should still be thinking this, like we are nowhere near good enough to make a run. Right? Yeah. I mean, Le- LeBron. Yeah. I, like, I now honestly, it's going to count against his playoffs. If they, they would have lost
2: that game, like, especially he gets the assist at the end and shooter hits it, and then they foul at the end to give Mike Conley three free throws. If they would have lost in overtime, I honestly think LeBron shows up in a boot. That's this what big I mean. Like, he just, just doesn't like a, play in the second play in game. Yeah, because right.
1: he's like, listen, we're going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm not having this count against my playoff record. Now right. it's going to.
2: Now it's going to, and we'll see what happens yeah, there.
1: Yeah, it's going to four losses against him it. coming up. Well, let's talk quickly. about the
2: other side, though. Anthony Edwards. Also, dude. I mean, he w- that was a disaster class that he put on, man. That was a horrible one. He finished the game three of seventeen. I think he made his last two shots, like layups and garbage time. Yeah. You know, but he had a horrible. I think he was one on was he one of eleven at a certain point, one of twelve, something like that, maybe even one of thirteen. He was having such a disaster night. And it's one of those things where he has looked like a superstar ready yeah. to at, at moments this season. But that is the playoff. Everybody says this about Jokic for some reason. Like, well, the playoffs will tell the truth about this or that. They, Jok, the playoffs have told the truth a already lot, with And Jokic Jok dominates. He scores, he scores really well. But last yeah. night, Anthony Edwards was not up for it. And Carl Anthony Towns was incredible last night. Well, for Un, half. <laughs> uh, three quarters. For three quarters. Until he, got until the, until the, until
3: he turned into Carl Anthony Towns again. <laughs> but this is my
2: whole point, is that there's just Karl-Towns. such a different yeah. a difference in the NBA between... Are you talented and skilled and can do all these things versus do you know what it takes to win? And last night, I don't mean to rag on him, but last night watching that was such a classic Towns performance. Of course, so man. good until the
1: end and then so bad. That dude. This is why they got Rudy Gobert. Carl Anthony Towns always gets in foul trouble. Always, then you always lose. He loses your,
3: his head, man. But and then you because always the lose. Your,
1: dumb. Your, yes, but you yeah. always lose your interior defense at the end of the game when you right, actually need yep, it. So they, right. they they're like. We got to get somebody that can actually defend when Carl Anthony Towns gets out of rhythm and out of control. Did you hear what he said about the
0: possession where he had Austin Reeves on him and he took the uh, the step-back jumper oh, that he made? What did he say? He, he was... Overthinking having five fouls, he was afraid if he drove, he was gonna get which, yeah. is, a, get. which I mean, is a I real get, thing, yeah, man. Like, honestly,
2: it. this was again, I think his fouls last night were dumb. I do think there were some fouls that were a little there, was a stretch of fouls in that, like, it, whenever the Lakers really pulled up, there was a stretch of them that I was just Anthony Gavis got an and one where I was like, Yeah, be kidding I me get, here. I
0: almost lost but,
2: it, but at the same time, I look at this if I'm Towns and I go, Yeah, but. At least two or three of those files were like you did not need to do any yeah. anything close to what you did to draw those.
3: When Nikola Jokic says I've never won anything but I think I know the mindset and I think I have the mentality to win. Like Carl Towns does not have that mentality right. or mindset. Like he loses his cool continuously when it gets into those situations. And, I mean, that's just what separates Nikola Jokic from so many guys in this league. It's like, dude, he mentally he's just on a level that a lot of people just can't get to and that they've never gotten to that level before.
1: Yeah, like the wildest thing is that somehow the pandemic and the bubble like erased people's memories about you. People have the strangest takes about Jokic uh, in his performance in the playoffs. Like Jokic is a monster. In the, a monster in the playoffs. Every time he's been, he's been an absolute monster. They went to the Western Conference finals. I have come to realize the bubble truly did not exist. People pretend that never happened. It's like, um and then, you know, obviously everybody here knows why it went poorly. Like, I was looking at our branding for the playoffs. This year, we're calling it uh, Step Up Time. And in years past, we called it. Like last year, we called it against all odds. Right. Yeah. They yeah. had no chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, against <laughs> all odds. Yeah, so right. <laughs> yeah. well, like we wasn't. Supo- we're like, yeah. Everyone's hurt. Like right. this is. We're gonna go for it. But like whatever.
2: But now uh, it's time to step. Now up. it's, it's like, step up time, baby. It's like hey, we've been waiting for this for years, and now it's time to actually step up and, and, and get there. But I will say one other interesting wrinkle: they lost this game. The, the Timberwolves did because. Towns got in foul trouble, and they had to go small against Anthony Davis and, and the Lakers. Lakers. Anthony Davis hates to go play center or whatever, but those staggered lineups, that's where he is. And they had to throw out, like, just a bunch of forwards, you know, that to try to guard him, including Kyle Anderson guarding Anthony Davis. And they just hemorrhaged points during that stretch. Probably, maybe the game would have all been different. Gobert has not been good for them, and there's clearly a disconnect there. But if you just look at that fourth quarter and go, well, Towns is going to sit for six minutes— And we have to play Kyle Anderson. Sure. They totally could have used a second center last night. Sure. And even
0: just Nas Reed, who's not a stopper. I say that admittedly. At least make him work though. But he's a center. Or a a big. And they were they were down both of those guys. And you they were hurting because of that. But
3: the thing is though, Towns was an absolute beast in the first half. Right. Like Carl Towns looked like the best player in the league in that first half. Yes. Right. And the reason he did was because Rudy Gobert was not on the floor Yeah. and the entire court was open and they were playing five out and he was just getting to the middle of the floor every time and doing his thing. Like he wouldn't have been doing that with Rudy Gobert. No, it's
1: true. And that's, I mean, that's the question Minnesota has been facing all season. Yeah, like I might face going forward. I hope they don't figure this out if we meet them. But I mean, truly, like they need to be on the floor at different times.
2: (laughs) Well, do you think there is something, too? I mean, they're now tonight you got Oklahoma City and New Orleans. We'll see who wins that one. But whoever Minnesota plays next game, they'll probably have Gobert. They should stagger. Is but is it going to be a good or bad thing, do you think, for the Timberwolves to bring him like just because it's so weird to do that?
0: I understand that it could absolutely have an adverse effect on the offense, totally. I think ultimately you want him there because last night's a great example right you just push comes to shove you'd rather have that option than not especially because of what a, a bloated like asset he is on that roster you know it's right. a lot of money and stuff wrapped up in him if he's not playing there's no way you're at your best i right. just think so i do think they need him but maybe with no nas reed maybe they should get extremely aggressive with the stagger yeah, and just make sure one of those guys are on the floor. We love
1: times. a good stagger. We <laughs> love a stav- uh, convo about a stagger. Yeah, we love talking stagger. Let's take a sec- <laughs> stagger. Man. Let's take a
2: second break here because I have a quick take on the other side. Minnesota still in play for Denver. Um, uh, on the they're other, not s- in play. I told you. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. had a I told
1: you I had a vision that yeah. we're playing Minnesota. Wow, that's so
2: crazy how you had this. So we're going to talk about that <laughs> on the other side. Watch what
1: happens. <laughs> you have a 50-50 chance. It was, it was like a, pretty it was good. Like
2: a 60% chance, too. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: talked that before. That this <laughs> last, whatever. I, are you,
2: I don't know. Minnesota should have won that game a, last a night. Because you're blew indignant it. right now. Well, are you really saying that good. your vision you fully believed? You're like, hey, I saw it. I I announced to everybody on it that we were going to get Minnesota. Yeah, I know, but we announced a lot of things. I'm saying, was that one that you were like, no, I've had a real vision. I had a vision. Okay. I
3: we need to, to know. Your, I need to know your other vision. Yeah, do you now? have a
1: better vision? Give me another vision. Like most visions I have are for like T-shirts and stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had a vision for a shirt. There it is. Yeah. I made
1: it. <laughs> or like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, Oh no, the Suns are going to trade for Kevin Durant, and then they do.
2: Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, got to make a shirt about. Let's it. talk about the matchup <laughs> with the Timberwolves, though, and just what we saw from it, and how you feel about it. Breckenridge Brewery, the official
3: beer of DNVR. Go to breckbrew.com, check out the Breck Brew beer locator that will tell you where to get Breckenridge Brewery, wherever you are Colorado, Texas, Midwest, wherever you are, you can get Breck Brew. Check out the Breck Brew beer locator. They got a beer for any occasion, and there is no better way to watch a game than with having some Breckenridge Brewery. They've been in business for 32 years. Try out some of their favorites and some of our favorites. The Mile High City Golden Ale. See it right there on the screen. Delicious. Nuggets Cam with the Nuggets logo on it in that box. The uh, Avalanche Amber. Hey, it's still ab season. Um, The Vanilla Porter Jr. The Funslinger. The Good Company Hard Seltzers. Check out their beer locator at breckbrew.com to find Breckenridge Brewery near you. Um, also at Ivy nutrition, if you go to their wash park location, corner Alameda and Downing, you have to go to that location. It's the only lo- only location you can use this offer at, but you mentioned DNVR, get 50% off your first IV nutritional drip. Give them a call 720-259-4404 for more information. Stop by their wash park location. It's gotta be that location, corner Alameda and Downing. If you mention DNVR, you get fifty percent off your first IV nutritional drip. Uh, IV nutrition is great. We've all been there. We all had a great time, great experience there. They have a lot of different offerings other than just you know the traditional drip. They've got wellness blood testing and consultations, intermuscular injections with uh, vitamin formulas. They got the express uh, lunch break drip. Tons of stuff. So. Uh, Check them out. Check out their Washbark location. Mention DNBR. Get 50% off your first IV nutritional drip.
2: There you go. All right. So now you look at this and you go, Minnesota, if they match up, I still think there are weird like X factor things there. Just, you know, Malone versus Finch. And you got the Conley thing that maybe becomes a storyline. I do think that Towns You know, Town scores on Jokic. Jokic always, you know, I think gets the better of him in the end, in the games at least that matter. And then you have the whole Denver's lost to Minnesota a lot over the last two years for whatever reason. So I do look at that one and say it's like there are some things to think about. But at the same time, man, I just, you look at the talent, especially with how banged up they've been. You look at the talent and you go, Denver, if they lost a series against Minnesota, it would be a disaster on epic proportions. But my confidence level is so high in that series. Yeah. It's
1: got to be. Well, after, what's his name, broke his hand? Uh, Jaden. Jaden McDaniels McDaniels broke his hand. That to me was the breaking point for that team. Like, I think that they have been, they spent a lot of their season not with all of their available players. Carl Anthony Towns wasn't with the team for most of the year, so it's a little bit difficult to understand, like, how good they can all be together. They had, like, a couple stretches where they were decent, but. I don't think that they are deep enough to be able to lose a player like that and be able to overcome it. I mean, we've seen what that looks like. You lose an impact player going into the playoffs, and you're already, like, on the margins uh, talent-wise. Like, I just – I mean, I, I they, they do make me nervous, truth be told, like just because uh, we have seen them, like – we've seen Anthony Edwards just go ballistic against the Nuggets before and just – Set a record for threes. We've seen them beat us in in weird like ways that don't even necessarily go along with how they even normally play. But they, I know that they have players. It's just like watching last night. I any nervousness I felt about playing either one of those teams, I was like, oh my god, what a joke. That's why I said they should sweep them.
3: Like they should. They'll probably win in five. Even six would be kind of weird, but um, they should have no problem with them.
0: What struck me most watching that game was for a team that's really had to be basically in playoff mode and win mode and try-hard mode for a while, and they were missing a a lot of key guys, but they seemed to have such a little idea of who they are, want to be, and should be in the fourth quarter. Oh, my God. And it was there were other factors as well, but the way they lost control over that game is – What you expect of teams that don't have a lot of playoff experience. Yeah, I like the Nuggets-Spurs series where the Nuggets were the better team by a lot, but that was always going to be a close series because Denver was still, they would get too tight. What do we do? This team, even with all the new parts, they know who they are in those moments better than any team except for Golden State, Milwaukee, Boston, but maybe
2: Boston too. They're way up there. Honestly, Denver just hasn't played like their identity, but I think they know what their identity is. They
0: know what it is, and I think that that would be my firm. I could see Minnesota staying close with them in a handful of games, and then Denver's just the better team in crunch time. No
2: question about it. If they're, you know, if we move to the the next game tonight, Oklahoma City and New Orleans, do you expect Harrison that to look like tonight's the last night's game? Do you like and just in that. One thing I keep wondering is does Minnesota look a lot better on Friday? Was this a first game of the playoff vibe where just everybody was a little cut off guard? And I have to give you credit, D line. One of your theories about the Lakers are just playing hard at the end of the season, yeah. th- I think, proved last night because their trying hard didn't matter. They just looked no. like, like yeah, grab- Their
3: defense did not look like the best in the league <laughs> since the All Star break.
1: Dude, okay. the way that they Austin- did have a great defensive rating, though. I know, but it's fake. Like that, that's what we talked about. <laughs> it yesterday. is totally fake. Man, that Austin Reeves, that bruise he got on the front of his arm, which is a wound of aggression, <laughs> versus Nikola Jokic, who has defensive wounds on the <laughs> back of his arm. That's the that's the James that's Harden bruise. Because, <laughs> oh, because, because he just That's like, a Harden. That's yeah, called getting a like, Harden. But Harden is sneaky. He like <laughs> swipe and try and trick you. Austin Reeves just like, oh, you're there. <laughs> just like yeah, smashes yeah, yeah. into you like yeah. over and over. It's like Come on, bro. Like <laughs>
2: Yeah. But tonight
1: do you so expect OKC
2: New Orleans to be as sloppy of a game?
3: No, I bet it will be a better game. Um those two teams last night just they seemed so desperate. Yeah. Like they were just living and dying on every possession, it felt like. I don't expect this game to be as intense as that was just from that perspective.
2: We kind of have a nice superstar matchup here between Ingram and Shay. Yeah, I don't think they'll guard each other too well. But what are you looking for tonight, D line in this in this matchup?
1: Um, I'm curious about how serious Oklahoma City is. I'm also like curious about. I mean, the Pelicans, I think, are a good team. Um, I they just obviously. I is, is, there, is there any hope Zion's coming back at no. any point? No, he's, he's, just, he's well. Out, so right. if
2: you didn't, so this is actually interesting because Zion came out with a quote the other, just not too long ago. Was it yesterday or the day before? Yesterday. Yesterday, where he said, it's actually not physical. Physically, I could go right now. It's mental. And people are beating him up over over this. Larry Nance came out today and kind of defended him. I will say, to me, this is what happened to Jamal last year. It's exactly what happened. And nobody wanted to say it, and Jamal didn't come out and say it. And so all it led to was speculation. But last year, Jamal was cleared. He was healthy. He just mentally needed more time to ramp up. Zion is essentially saying the same thing, and... I don't. I'm kind of in the middle on this one. I don't want to bag on him because he's being honest. I hate when athletes say something and then we bag on them and then they just never say anything honest again. But there is this thing of like, how much are you supposed to play through the mental aspect of sports?
0: Well, there's another side of it too, where I think part of the mental aspect is he's being honest about how limited he probably would be. And Harrison and I, except saw- for that's
2: not, except for he said the exact opposite. He said physically, I know I could go out there and dominate.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's in he's in really bad shape right now.
3: Right, Harrison, part, I saw him in yeah. person recently, and oh. I just
0: can't fathom him coming out and and being in top shape physically. The
3: worry you have when you're not all the way there mentally, and I'm guessing this is what Jamal was dealing with last year, is that you actually open yourself up to risking injuries when like you're battling that mentally. <laughs> Is Zion what, hasn't what's, what's funny about what's that? What's funny
2: is like you don't want to ask re- injury. He's never played more than like three weeks in a row. In his right, but like what if he came
3: back? It's just
2: like he's always going to be. But what if he came
3: back and, like right, came back and sure. you know ruptured his other hamstring because he's thinking about one yeah, of them? I get it. You I'm know. just that, la- what at it the is.
2: Absurdity of will he ever be in a position where he's I not a know. giant injury risk? Who knows? Um, in the anyway, it doesn't sound like he's going to play even in the playoffs. So
1: I, I like I like the Pelicans, but I don't like them without. Having Zion in in tow, so I'm interested to just kind of see. Like, I mean, I think I think Minnesota will beat for sure the Pelicans. They just beat them like mm. a couple days before. It's yeah, like, but had, you know, some things changed. I mean, they beat well, them. They with, didn't. They don't. They won't have Jaden. They they beat them during during that, that game, that game That's <laughs> which crazy. is even crazier if you think about that. Like they were able to overcome the Pelicans having that much internal combustion.
2: They have a great coach, though. There is something to like. You know the Nuggets beat Utah with the seven, but if they had to play them again, they probably would get smacked because yeah. it's like, all right, yeah, they yeah. have seven guys. Let's adjust. Yeah. We're gonna force the ball into this guy's hands. But nonetheless, your point still stands. I think it would be a great game if that's what it, what it was. It would kind of be fun to have a. It would be there'd be something fun to them to playing each other twice in five days <laughs> with everything at stake both times. I think that would make for a fun little wrinkle here. Um, and I don't know. I'm I'm with you though. I do think New Orleans is the hardest team left standing. I still think there's no excuses. Denver should smack them. But I do look at it. And by the way, Jose Alvarado may be coming back.
3: Yeah. Did that make them the toughest team left? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Especially at some point, you're looking matchup? for one other guy. You're like,
2: <laughs> is there anything that makes any of these teams dangerous? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Anyway, that'll be tonight. I'll be rooting for Minnesota, I guess. Or, or, I mean, or Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Tonight, I'll be rooting for Oklahoma City. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, a new CBA deal. You guys haven't even thought about this. Pertains to the Denver Nuggets, pertains to Bruce Brown, and I'm gonna Ooh. go ahead and call it the Jeremy Brucey Grant. Brucey B. I'm gonna call it the Jeremy
1: Grant rule. Oh, the Mr. Nugget exception. What, what? <laughs> I don't what? know. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it just felt good <laughs> off the tips.
3: <laughs> the American Raptors, they play <laughs> at Infinity Park. Professional rugby has returned to Rugby Town, USA your hometown. American Raptors have begun their six-match homestand against the six South American rugby teams. Uh, so what I need you guys to do, go to AmericanRaptors.com Purchase tickets for games just $10 per ticket. Children 12 and under are free. If you can't make it, watch all of the American Raptors matches live on ESPN+. Plus. Um, you can buy tickets again for 10 dollars children 12 and under are free the american raptors they play at infinity park if you want to keep up to date on all our uh, rugby content rugby throughout the entire country check out the dnvr rugby podcast uh hit the subscribe button there stay locked in um, also shout out to our friends over at foco Uh, Foco, if you don't know it, is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. Uh, So if you go to their website, if you go to the Foco website, use the code DNVR, you get 10% off your order. Uh, So promo code DNVR at Foco. 10% off your order. That works for all non-presale items. FOCO always has our back for Colorado sports, and they've got yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description, right in our description. All non-presale items use the promo code DNVR for 15, or sorry, for
2: 10% off. There you go. Final segment here. So let's get to it. Sham Sharania last night announced this one. New change in NBA, MBPA collective bargaining agreements. Starting in the season, 23-24, teams will be able to begin talks <laughs> slash negotiations with their own free agents one day after final game of finals in June, potentially weeks earlier than currently allowed. So here's why this one is interesting. It sounds like a very small, small thing. One of my critiques of the Jeremy Grant situation years back was Denver presented him with their offer when a free agency began and he signed with Detroit like right away. Now I don't want to. I don't know if I'm spilling some tea here, guys, but lots of NBA teams, perhaps all, don't give an f about these negotiation rules, and they will talk behind the scenes and make deals. And that's why when the clock strikes midnight on a new season or new free agency, all these deals happen immediately. DeAndre Jordan, I'm just kidding. Well, it was fun having Kelad yesterday, where he was like, "I was in a field in Serbia." Like, wow, <laughs> how did you negotiate that deal from? The field? It's, like, oh, wow, it's so wild. <laughs> Nonetheless, that doesn't not, sound ideal. We're not going to get <laughs> getting anybody in trouble here. But with this rule, here's why I think it's important. I really do think there was something to, as much as it sounds like it's easy just to call agents this or that, I think that it's easier for players like a Jeremy Grant to sneak out, meaning they have their plans in, in place, when one team like, oh, I'm not returning calls. We'll talk when free agency begins. We'll talk when free agencies will go. And by then it's too late. You look at Bruce Brown this year, can opt out of his deal. Denver being able to talk to him one day after the finals, weeks before he can legally talk to any other teams, you might just be able to lock up some of your own free You might get to wine and dine and tell Bruce, hey, let's not wait for free agency. Like We got a deal. You're happy Bruce, here. We're happy. Bruce, they're going to play you at power Wade forward. Is, yeah, they're exactly. going to play you at power forward. How could they just
1: possibly police this?
2: I mean, that's the real question, right? But it's nonetheless, But what I'm ready, saying...
1: ready, set, go. They're like you're. They're like you didn't talk. Pick to your, up your phones, you, everybody. You didn't talk to your players, did you? You did. Oh well, that's not okay. They're like on a plane. They're like, oh, you know, I mean, I'd love to. Look, know, we'd love to keep you around here as much like, as I think. David Adam Silver just pops out of a.
2: <laughs> as much as I think you're right, the formality of being able to say, "Hey, fly in" or whatever it yeah, is, yeah, you know, yeah. "Hey, let's sit down, everybody, let's do this formally," and maybe get to the point where you really persuade a guy. Remember a couple of years back when you had the we locked him inside of a house; yeah. and, like they had to fly to Dallas, and people were driving the streets. Was it DeAndre? It was DeAndre Jordan. Was DeAndre Jordan going Deandre. to Dallas or the Clippers the story flew out now, there? DeAndre
1: Jordan's like, uh, I got locked out of the house where <laughs> they were negotiating. But
2: now there is an opportunity. I think for Denver and this is probably how it will play out is to sit down with Bruce and his agent and say, Hey man, let's just get this done before we get to free agency. And I just think there's a better chance. I mean, a lot of the moves that they've made in the CBA have been moves to try to keep players in one place. And this is just another one. And I honestly think it could make an impact. When do you see it as like, Hey, Bruce probably knows what money's out there. He'll know all of that. But are you just more likely to sign on the dotted line when you get a week, where you can only make one decision, you can't make the other?
3: I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, I think it could give Denver a better chance at retaining him or or somebody like him. I don't know if it will make that big of a difference, though, just because in most of these situations, a guy is going to go on the advice of his agent, and the agent will tell him if there's a way better deal out there or if there's not. And like, if Bruce wants to stay here, yeah, it will. There will be an opportunity for him to get that done. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if I see it like swinging.
1: You know, a deal for the Nuggets. <laughs> what do you think, D-line? I don't. I mean, I have no idea either. To me, it's absurd the idea that they're not already talking about this. If there's, you know, I mean, again, I understand the formality. Uh, they can be like, you know, they can track their movements and say. What
2: about this scenario? Okay, what about? the Nuggets get to meet with Bruce first and say, hey, man, we want to offer you this, but if you don't sign it before free agency begins, we have to go to plan B. Because if you remember, Bruce was signed, I think, on day three of free agency. Right, right, right. There was like a lag period, and and maybe the Nuggets go into it and like, hey, maybe you don't sign it this week, but the first hour or the first like 10 minutes, if it's not a yes, then we have to
1: go to our plan B, and we're just going to go for another player, and we won't have that money for you. I mean, it's not unthinkable that it would have impact. Absolutely. I mean, I... I'm kind of with wind. I mean, I don't I don't I who knows? Who knows? I mean it to your larger point, it certainly is at least another like tool in the sure. arsenal of a team. Whether or not it actually makes a difference, I don't know. But I it I do like that I I, I do like that uh the NBA is at least making efforts. They have been for years to sure. allow teams, smaller market teams, people that draft talent to be able to try to keep them in as many ways like the money is getting to a point where it's going to become impossible because the difference between 400 million and 500 million doesn't really mean that much to somebody and like once you're rich enough like it, you know they're I don't know it, but I, I do like that they're, they're, they're at least like trying to tinker to see if there are ways to give the smaller market teams like a Little bit of an advantage, right? To the teams that, to, to who they drafted anyway. if Jeremy Grant
2: was on, if we were if this rule was in place during the <laughs> Jeremy Grant era, I really do think that the Nuggets might have had a little bit better of a sense of like, I mean, look, because oh, there's better of a sense that it wasn't happening. That's that's what I'm saying yeah, is yeah, there might yeah. have been a little bit more of a oh boy, he's not returning the you calls. Don't, not, you don't have to talk to the team, but then you know, like, yeah, you know. well, if guy says I'm out of town till free agency, man, we'll talk then. You know, it's not as much of a red flag. Whereas now, if you're like, yeah, but we now we can talk, and he's like, ah, we'll wait till free
1: agency. Or you could just out. string
3: a team along and bullshit them. You could. You like could. Which he probably would. Jeremy Grant
0: did. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think this hurts.
0: I don't think this hurts. I, I actually agree with Eric that the reality of the situation is probably not much different than right. it used to be. But the green light to do it from the league can't hurt. And the, the larger scale effort to make it easier for teams to retain guys i'm behind it these moves almost always have unintended consequences they never get it right Right. but the effort i think is important look if
3: the nuggets are able to retain bruce brown or not i feel like has everything to do with what happens in the playoffs like if the nuggets win a championship bruce brown's gone absolutely for sure if they make a deep run he's gone because that means yes. he's playing really well and yes. teams are going to look at that and be like, we want that guy. Yes. That being said, if they flame out in like the first round, maybe he's also gone because it's obvious mm. whatever the Nuggets are doing isn't working. What's this, what's this, Where do they have to go? to <laughs> The b- sweet spot, yeah, like, like, like losing a- seven in the conference finals. Then we keep
1: him? Okay. Or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How it. bad do
2: you want Bruce Brown? That does it. I will say this. It's it's corny as it sounds, and you can hit that outro music, Kale. As corny, or do we have some super chats? Oh, we're done uh, already.
0: What a good show! So
2: I'm telling what you, a treat. my mind frame over the last like three or four days, I feel like has really shifted. And some of this is, you just get mired in the muck of like they're not playing hard again. This is the eighth straight game yeah. they have done. You know they've all looked crappy. Jokic looks sad. My mind frame after obviously today's practice watching the games last night and just being reminded of like oh yeah there's levels to all of this stuff watching the games last night was big it was big you're just kind of like <laughs> oh yeah we've seen denver's best and these are two teams who should be playing their best and if that's what they have even if they would just say it was a bad game yeah but they have that level of floor in them in a a do a or die moment. in a do or die game and denver like say what you will their floor hasn't looked like that in meaningful moments you know so Ooh. i think that that's one where i look at it and i go denver's really good and it's good to remember remember that and there is this sense of well the lakers just didn't try and now they're trying yeah they're still they're they're the ten seed for or the eight seed for a reason or seven seed whatever it is for a reason and i just feel good i feel good about where denver's at right now
1: yeah i mean so couldn't agree more like i uh I really, we were talking about this the whole time. It was very difficult to get through this last month. Like it was a lot of like, none of this matters. We kept saying this over and over. None of this matters except for every day of your life matters. And this sucks. And this sucks <laughs> to watch. But on the larger scale, this is not a referendum on how good Denver is able to play basketball. Unless you can delude yourself like radio stations in this in this uh, town that can uh, convince themselves that somehow... Nikola Jokic is a guy that's going to come out and take two shots in a game like right. like if you <laughs> people that are like doubting Jokic are it's the most comical like you're not paying attention you've never been a paying attention uh telling on yourself Well some aren't earnest though. There's a lot of the Jokic hate or the
2: crazy Jokic takes that are like you're playing a bit here.
1: Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. But listen, uh I'm ready for I'm ready for real Jokic. I mean, there is a de- if 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 a switch doesn't exist for anybody else. It absolutely exists for Nikola Jokic. Yeah. He can definitely turn it on and up. Yes. On it up. He All right. Sideways. Oh, we got it. Everywhere. Everywhere.
2: Somebody came in at the buzzer. What do we got? Didn't choose the Nug Life. Nug Life <laughs> chose me. Hell Super yeah. chat. Hell yeah, baby. Cool. Nug hype though also chose you. And that's where we're headed <laughs> so right let's now. Let's go. All right, everybody. That does it for today. We're gonna be back again tomorrow. I can't wait for another Nuggets practice. Gonna oh. talk to the big fella tomorrow, Nikola Jokic. Ask yeah, him about should. the MVP. <laughs> we should ask him about that. Doesn't mean anything. Do you feel like you stat pad? <laughs> All right, everybody hit that like button on the Is way out. Any added pressure. <laughs>